Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Make It A Win podcast. This week I'm very lucky to be joined by my best friend and one of the bravest people I know in Casey Fulton. We discussed the recent death of Ashley Murphy and how men need to do better. Casey speaks from her own experience in the hope to educate men on a subject we simply don't know enough about. Something needs to change and we need to be that change. Thanks for having me Pete. Um, I think it's something that really needs to be talked about in more serious depth like especially with people our age as well and it's a really serious conversation you know that I don't think many men actually realize you know sometimes the severity of how women feel and being alone and stuff so it's good to get the conversation you know out there of course it is what happened with Ashlyn there um at the the time of recording what happened uh, last week is absolutely heartbreaking and just the thought of going out at four o'clock and not arriving, not thinking that you can if I would never forget that. I have never went out for a walk at any time and felt unsafe. But then after this weekend and speaking to so many guys on a night out and whatnot and talking to them, it feels like every single one of them have went through different things where they felt they were attacked or uncomfortable through lads and their actions. And I know, Casey, just speaking from yourself, from years of knowing you, that you have felt like that before and you're probably the bravest person that I know. So that's why I asked you, because I know that you'll have no problem. With so what, it's all that you just work away, Case, because like... Yeah, so like I said to you before, I've had a very bad experience, obviously not as severe as what's happened this week, um, but still I was sexually assaulted one day on the way home from somewhere we were meant to be safe, which is school, um, by a group of lads who um, was, well, I was just sitting mind my own business and they got one of the younger kids to come up and basically touch me in the middle of the bus and it has absolutely scarred me for life. It's, you know, one of them things where it'll never leave you, never, ever leave you. And even though they thought it was a bit of banter, it's not. That's why, this is why men need educated. I mean, just the th- even thinking that that's banter, at that age, I was about 16, 17. It's just, it's heartbreaking, like, to even think that, you know, there was no education. Well, there, there was education to say that this is wrong, but the people, you know, young lads still think that they had the right to do that anyway. Um. I I can't believe that the poor woman Ashley like I just can't believe that she woke up one day decided to go for a walk or run decided to do normal things you know didn't even think that it was in broad daylight you know I didn't even think that anything like that could happen to her um going for something as simple as going for a run and now the poor woman it's passed away it's awful she it's just a brutal attack just absolutely awful there's no words for it really I just can't you know it's one of them things that women like all over Ireland and all over the world just how do we how do you feel safe from this like how do you feel safe to to know that you can walk somewhere whenever it's dark you can't you know how can you feel safe walking without some sort of protection with you you know it's it's heartbreaking do you do you walk you know I was speaking to a lot of girls this weekend and me and one seemed to be they would with keys between their fingers, 
walk with earphones on, no music playing, just so that they're aware of their surroundings. Uh, constantly, maybe like you know, the acting as if they're phone call or whatever. Like, would you go through that as well? Well, um, yeah, I I don't I don't walk as much anymore. Um, I always drive places, but I mean, I have the job as a carer, and every time I get out of a car to go to a house, I'm constantly looking behind me just just to make sure nobody's there. Um, because you know that people are probably saying that you're going to be at that house at the same time, you know, and they're they're always people by are probably noticing what time you're there, you know, stuff like that there. So I do get very panicky, like getting out of the car and just running into the house if any any of my clients. But um if I personally was out walking, I would have to take the keys. You know, if I especially if you see a man coming up to you, you know, walking the opposite direction. And you just think, you know, he's maybe walking a bit too close maybe to me or he's walking a little bit too fast or he's looking too much at me. Like even them thoughts do go through your head, you know, and you do have to kind of feel ready just to, I know that there's a feature on um, the iPhones where if you tap the button three times, um, it comes up with an SOS signal. That you know, I'm I'm always worried of that because at least I know that if something did happen, I can always swipe over and you know someone will be there to help. But I mean, I would have to personally carry keys or your right keys or you know the wee alarms that were given with work. I'd carry one of them too if I had to go anywhere. But it's just one of those things where I wouldn't um, without my boyfriend probably wouldn't be walking anywhere at night time because. Um, it's petrifying as it is in the dark never mind the feeling of could I get attacked like why should we feel like that that's awful it's an absolutely awful feeling and way to feel like that you know you can't feel safe in your own home well not in your own home but you know walking around just even in something like a public park which is where Ashlyn was killed in in the middle of a public place not even you know, in a woods or anything like that. There, it was in broad daylight, which is even more heartbreaking and scary for people. You know, like people take their families down to places like, you know, where she went for a jog. But the poor, you know, it's 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 awful for her. It's really awful. One hundred percent, and it's such an emotional time. And it was very very lovely. And I'm sure you did the same thing at home, where we we did like vigil the other night, and it was so lovely to mm-hmm. see heartbreaking the reasoning behind it but very lovely to see the support and a lot of people coming out and a lot of little lads as well come out and from the guys that i was speaking to most most everyone wants want to become more educated want the conversation want the topic and are all as heartbreaking as everyone else however there is still that one percent and there's been with with a lot of people there has been the thing or with a lot of lads sorry there's been the thing but it's not all men and that that phrase alone from talking to the girls this past weekend, that seems to be a big problem with, and I liken it very similar to whenever Black Lives Matter was a thing, not going, oh, well, all lives matter. But yes, they do. But, you know, the, the importance right now in Black Lives Matter, let's talk with that. And with the, um, it's not all men. True, but it is only men. And it's only affecting women for the most part. So, what what can lads do better? What like what what can we do? Well, um, I actually watched Loose Women the other morning, 
Um, and I, I think, or wasn't the other mother, sorry, it was a while ago. And um, it was whenever Sarah Aviard, the poor lady from, um, I think it was over in England, whenever she was murdered by the policeman, which is another completely, absolutely obscene thing to think that a policeman, like someone who we're meant to trust, it did this, you know, like... Where, who do you turn to? Where, where do you feel safe? Like that's that's crazy. But I, I, when we they were talking about it, um, one of them in particular was talking about how their son, who I think their son was only a teenager or something at the time, and he was saying that he was afraid to go out and walk because he didn't want women to think that um, he was going to obviously attack them and stuff. So what he decided to do was every time he seen a woman, um walking on her own on one side of the road if there was space on the other side of the road he would either walk on the road so he so that the woman felt safe you know to pass him or he'd cross the road which is um you know that's that is a good idea if you see a woman who looks nervous who is on her own who's you know on her phone or you know just just make them feel a little bit more safe give them their space don't be getting close you know anything like that there just maybe even stuff like that. There are small things. Start small. Um, also educate and like read the news. Read what's going on. Think to yourself if you have sisters or you know little cousins or um, if you have family that young girls in your family. You think to yourself like how do I what type of world do I want them to live in? You know do I do I want them to feel safe? What can I do as a man to make them feel safe? in in this world because people just I would be reluctant to have kids you know in this world because it's it's just crazy at the minute it really is like nobody feels safe Uh, I look at my little sister and I am so petrified for her in the future I'm absolutely petrified because all this stuff in the news it's so scary and there just seems to be no stop to it but men need to educate themselves more they need to start thinking like how would um how would a woman feel in such and such a situation what can i do to make that better what way can i you know make this woman feel safer you know you have to think about your own family like i know pork you have your sister and you have your little niece as well i'm sure you'd do anything for them to make them feel safe you know and i'm sure you're petrified as well yep 100 percent in a selfish way, the first thing I can think of the other day was Jasmine, my little niece, like, in just, she's five years old, this is the world she's grown up in, I know whenever she gets to that age, obviously she's fine now, she's with her mom and all that there, and she's never going to be actually with her mom at the moment, but whenever she gets to that age of, like, 16, 17, 18, you start to go out, you know, you know when we were young, we'd go out to, like, Belmont or whatever, whenever she gets to that age, she's going out. I'm sure you went you went through it where it, it probably almost natural instinct that it shouldn't have to be, but like I know my, my sister will have a big long chat with her going, you're not allowed to be without any of your friends. Make sure you're all your friends. Don't get too drunk. Never get into, you know, um, like don't speak to strange lads or if you get a drink and you end up going to the toilet or you end up leaving it or even looking away for a second, buy a new drink. Get that that one's finished because you never know a lad could spike it, whatever these things. Even a girl was telling me there this past weekend, 
apparently like a new craze or a new thing that's coming about now is it's a spike in the drink it'll be like a shringe like a, sh- a shot into your arm I don't know if you've heard about this but oh, it's scary because like if you, if you got the vaccine you felt it yourself it, you don't feel a little you go into your arm so it could just very simply be a lad brushing up against you and he could just say oh sorry didn't mean that and then he's seen you that's his new target tonight knows in minutes or so you're going to be done and that is terrifying to think that that's the world we're living in being a part of Jasmine's growing up in this and like so many others out there will have little sisters nieces and to their mother their grandmother a close friend of a girl like like you're big enough and ugly enough to look after yourself. I'm still terrified for your safety or like if any of the girls I'm friends with here are going home I'll text them be like make sure you get an Uber get home see give us the text that you got home and that almost shouldn't have to happen. Like we shouldn't like be possessed of. Oh well, no, that, that there's a chance they might not. You know, send that text. That's another thing. This whole injections, you know, bad enough, bad enough that it was spiked with you know tablets or whatever you know whatever way powder drugs and stuff. That was bad enough, but syringes. It's unbelievable. Like syringes, like you have to go out now and actually worry now that somebody's going to inject you. That the thought of that is crazy. Like how one, how are these people getting these things into this? You know, into the clubs. How is this happening? You know, how is nobody seeing somebody taking out a needle? I know that people can be so sneaky with things, and there's ways to do it. I do, I do get that there, but it's just crazy that somebody even has the nerve. To even never mind think about doing it, but to do it in the middle of the club, you know, to somebody who's minding their own business and who is out there to have a good time and, you know, injecting them, that is nuts. That is crazy. And that is so scary. That is why I'm so petrified. Like it was bad enough whenever we were growing up with social media and stuff like that there, you know, there's so much pressure. Yes, there was spiking going on when we were growing up. We, I'm sure you heard as well, Bork, of cases where people were spiked and we've seen people who've been carted off in the ambulances. I know, you know, from Belmont and all, like it's it's definitely um, happened, but th- that is just crazy. I can't get my head over the fact that it's now been taken off a level to injections it's it's crazy and I I do I panic so much for my little cousins I panic so much for my little sister I'm thinking whenever they go out you know is this going to be even worse you know this is such a scary time for them to grow up we have grown up in a generation where it was half no technology and half technology and then we had MSN we had you know stuff like that that are going on and that's bad enough it really is but they're growing up in this generation where all this stuff's happening it's all online it's all you know there's ways and means of finding out how to do these things online which is scary too it's so scary you've got you know you've got the dark web and stuff like that there you know people can get access that you can, you can get anything to do anything now it's so scary the whole idea of of this is just crazy you know it's just completely different way to how we grew up you can't just be a kid anymore you know yeah. no it's absolutely different. as well 
all this, as we said at the very start, problem is dark. Problem is with lads and it's men. And I, I, yeah. I'm not trying to preach that I'm I, um, I need as much education as the best uh, as anyone else. I'm very well and wanting to, but with lads, for the most part, none of us will like, we'd like to hope anyway, none of us know anyone that has ever done anything like this, like has ever spiked anyone or attacked anyone. We'd like to think that we don't anyway. But we definitely know a few people that have seen it happen and look the other way, which is possible. Yeah. It's, it's as bad as it. So I think with yeah. that, I'll let you speak in it more, but I think with lads, like I wrote down two things earlier, like what we need to do, but lo- looking out and being there, like not looking out and it doesn't matter whether they're your best friend or just a random guy to see, but just watching and looking and making sure that they're going to look okay and a lad, the creepy. If it's your friend and he makes that like uh, a weird joke around her or a rape joke or anything out there, not even around her, but if he makes a rape, calling them out in their bullshit, saying, like, "What are you know? What, like, what year? Is it, what year are we living in? There's no need for anything like this anymore." I, mean, I think it's time the lad starts calling out our friends and our, their bullshit. Yeah. It's it's well about time. It's it's about time that they started thinking like how would it's a man's world. It really is a man's world. I know it's a a saying that is is you know it's an older saying or whatever, but it's true. It really is a man's world. Like men can do. They have the luxury of not having to look behind them whenever they walk. Not having to plan you know, anything before they leave the house, not having to to think like, um, is there someone I can phone? Is there someone nearby? You know, it's it's really a man's world and it's a luxury for men. It really is. Um, yes, there needs to be more education. There needs to be more speaking up as well. I know that there's, I, I that you said, and I've seen it too, situations where you're in a nightclub and girls are being touched inappropriately that don't want to be touched, you know, even if it is putting their hand on on their lower back or, you know, people slapping each other, women's arses and stuff. It, you know, would you do that to a man? You, you said that to me earlier. Would you do that to a man? No, you absolutely wouldn't. So why are you doing it to a woman? Why are you doing it to a woman? It's Just with that. It's, it's like... That there... The- and on the lower back from speaking to a lot of girls this weekend and just even from past you wouldn't do it to your best friend a fella like if you're trying to pass them to get to the toilet or you're pass them to get to the bar or even just reaching in to say hello you wouldn't put your hand on his back so there's no need to do it to a girl it's it's silly things like that there are lines it's things like that there that can make a girl feel very uncomfortable or looking at someone for too long you know if you if you wouldn't yeah your sister don't do it to another girl like it yeah yeah i agree if you if you if a man came up to you and did something that you thought was um, inappropriate or uncomfortable and you think that it's okay to do it to a woman then you really need you know that's when men need to start thinking yeah i shouldn't be doing this i shouldn't this is this is someone's body this is someone's space you know unless you gain obviously consent 
or somebody wants you to be in their space don't be in their space it's as simple as you know unless somebody wants you in their company and wants you to to speak to them or whatever you know some some men don't understand how creepy it can be whenever you're being stared at you know constantly you you automatically think the worst it's with every woman you know you do automatically think the worst it's you know how can you not just to put it into perspective as well for everyone listening i wrote down like a few uh Stats earlier on, just to put it into perspective how insane this all is. So 30% of women 15 and older have been subjected to physical and or sexual violence. 15 and older. Your little sister, like 15, like a, a child, a 15-year-old is a child, but 30% of women have been uh, subjected to physical or and or sexual violence. Um Less than 40% of women who experience violence seek any sort of help and less than 10% go to either the police or professional helpline or some sort of professional. So of those 40%, 30% of them go to a family member or a friend and then only 10% will, will go to you know, a, a, an actual support service or and whether that's for, as you said earlier on, with the policeman killing that uh, power lady there whether it's fear of that and that needs to be changed as well or the lack of maybe of the of different different forms of like different professional helplines and by at the end of the, the podcast i'll be putting up a few numbers and whatnot to ring but reading that myself that's terrifying and hard that's it. it's it. there's no words there's no words for you know especially with the place thing i wouldn't feel comfortable going to the police you know I wouldn't feel comfortable in the black back of a police van if something like that had happened um if there was female officers that would be different but I mean from that whole situation again where do women go from here you know you can't even seek help from the people who are meant to be you know meant to be current for us you know meant to be there for us if we ever have an emergency but yet of all one of their own did that to a poor innocent woman it's if I heard that and I had went through something recently you know where I was attacked or raped or something like that there and I seen a, a male police officer by himself coming to the door and then saying oh I need to take you into the station I would be like absolutely not I'd have to have my boyfriend with me or I wouldn't be going at all um, and that's just it, really. I wouldn't. You were saying earlier, and so obviously I know the story, but you were saying earlier on that you were sexually assaulted on the way home from school one day at school, again, somewhere where you should feel safe and feel probably at your safe school and your home is the two places. Um, and what's most, for me personally, what's most upsetting about that story that you were saying, one of, and we don't have to mention names if you don't one of your very close friends at the time, a fella, seen it all happen, seen it go down and didn't step up, didn't stand out and say anything or do anything. That, no. like, I would like to hope, I, I thankfully never, never really seen, but like, I would like to hope that if I seen anything out there, I would jump up, say something. Doesn't always be fighting because I think people, a lot of that, that in their head, it means going and punching a fella or whatever. You don't have to go and punch a head of someone. 
even being a voice and calling someone out because if you call someone out in that kind of bullshit, everyone will, it, it just takes one person to stand up and say what they're doing is wrong. And then everyone will see it and will agree with that the person saying it's doing wrong. It, you don't need to fight. A lot of lads might be scared of getting that confrontation and fighting or whatever for ego. It's time to your your ego is going to be the biggest enemy in all this sort in this in this conversation and whatnot. Even with that, their uh, reaction of well, it's not all men. Just listen. Just listen to the girls. Listen to what they have to say. They know it much more than we do. So listen to what they have to say. Put your ego aside and try and ed- get be educated. Try and learn and. Pff- Hopefully, step by step, we can make a change, but the change needs to become with, with us. Yeah, and men need to stop looking at women like they're objects and more like they're humans. And, you know, educate yourselves. That's the main, the main outcome of all of this is educate yourselves and just put yourself into situations and think, is this right? Do I need to do something about this? Do I need to speak up? Do I need to check? Is this woman okay? Does she need help? You know, that's, it's it's a start. Again, I can't stress this enough. I am not perfect. I'm not trying to preach that I am. I also will try and educate myself. So a thing I read earlier was, as a guy, what can I do? Stop objectifying women. Don't catcall. Stop using rape as a punchline. Leave women alone in public spaces. Call out your friends when they make sexist comments and jokes. That's not just around women. If they make like you, you, you hear all the time locker room talk or you know locker room banter. If you hear a lad make a like sexist joke or a rape joke, one that's just you know yourself it's just too far. Call them out in their bullshit. Call them out in it. And um, when women tell you about an experience of harassment and sexism, just listen. And, and the last one, believe women. That that their second last one. Believe when or um, when women tell you about an experience of harassment or sexism, just listen. Couldn't agree more. And you have had experience of this yourself, and mm-hmm. absolutely heartbreaking. And again, if you don't want to talk about it, you, don't have to at all. But you've had an experience where you've went to your group of girls, you've went went to a group of guys as well. To say about something that has happened, and mm-hmm. it wasn't really listened to. So. No, it wasn't. I mean, that day there was uh, seniors on the bus, and um, never forget two of them. Um, and whenever there was obviously a meeting held about it, and the principal had said to these seniors, "Do you have sisters?" and um, they obviously some of them did and he said to them how would you feel if this was your sister sitting here and not me and I seen tears in one of their eyes and it was a wake-up call and he came to me after now the senior and he was like I just want to say I I have no words I honestly am disgusted in myself I I'm not just saying that I am disgusted in myself and and I just want you to know how sorry I am and you know he was he he did it, it it wasn't good enough you know apology is not good enough it shouldn't have happened but um he was very very sorry and that meant a lot it meant a lot that something clicked obviously now the, the people my age on the bus um 
they didn't care. They didn't think twice about it. And I had friends at the time who still spoke to this man, or not man, sorry, he was a young boy at the time, still spoke to, to him, the main one who started all of this. And I remember thinking, you are a woman as well. Um, and I've told you what's happened to me. And you're you're choosing to still talk to this to this young boy and and not protect your your one of your best friends. You know, this is unbelievable. And actually one of them ended up going off and kissing him one night. I, I just could not believe it. It was unbelievable how even though I did speak out and even though the school school was very good with it they were brilliant and they handled it well but my friends didn't you know it it was it was almost like it didn't happen and I was afraid for them as well I was afraid for them being alone with him um I you know I remember getting this letter and it was I had been told thrown together in five minutes before class one day and and he got somebody else to write it and I just remember thinking you are just a disgusting human and you will always you will always have this idea that you can just do this to people and that's what's that's what I'm afraid of for for younger you know younger girls I hope like I know school's a different time than we were there pork and stuff but I hope that stuff like that isn't going on and you know, there's more education now with all these things happening. Schools bring in more education of what's right and what's wrong and what men can do and, you know, what young boys can do to better themselves and, you know, think how can we protect young women? Because that's what's most petrifying in all of this is just there was no remorse and that's what still affects me to this day. I still, I, I can't, I, I couldn't get on a bus I couldn't get on a bus for months. There used to be a four o'clock bus after school. I used to wait and get that four o'clock bus because I couldn't get on that bus. It was, it, it sounds like, you know, it was just a bus, but it wasn't just a bus. You know, um, I don't know if anyone's watched Sex Education, that show. Um, the The girl who was on the bus, she was sexually assaulted and she couldn't get on the bus. I cried so much watching that because I can relate to that so much. I could not get on a bus. It took me months. And, you know, he's not even sorry to this day about it. I've had me, I've had boys now who I did go to school with. Um, I wasn't perfect. I was, I was a messer. You know that. <laughs> I was always in trouble. We were both messers. We were both messers. And like, we had great crack in school and stuff. And I wasn't perfect. I love winding people off, but obviously to completely different context to what we're talking about but I I was quite badly bullied too and and there is a few lads that came up to me and one in particular did apologize to me and he he was crying and stuff and it really meant a lot to me um that he did that um he knows who he is but um it's whenever they realize what they did wrong and how they can try not make it better completely but try and make it better that is a start and that gives that gives a little bit of hope, you know, and that's what we need to do. We just need to add more education. This is so important, more education. You, just to finish it off, it's been an absolutely eye-opening chat and I hope everyone has learned something from it. 
and taking something from it. If you could have, if you could say one thing to every lad that's listening to this, but also one thing to every girl that's listening to this, what would it be? Well, to every girl, um, I know it's hard not to be afraid, but we all just need to come together. And we all, I know the things that, that we're doing, is trying to keep safe. We just need to keep doing them. Um, and to lads, educate yourselves. I can't highlight that enough. Educate yourselves, put yourselves in the situation and think to yourselves, how would I feel? How would I feel in this situation? How would my little sister feel? How would my cousins feel? Um, what can I do to make, if you see something, what can I do to make this better? What can I speak up? Do I need to speak up? Um, and to all the women, um, what what do you say, Porf? It's it's such a hard heartbreaking thing. So it is, but we all just need to, we all need to look out for each other. You know, if women see other women and they see them in a situation or feel like they're a bit scared, we all just need to come together and make each other feel safe. And that's the main thing. One hundred percent, Gazy. Thank you very very much for coming on today. Very heartbreaking. No problem. Thank you. Had to have, but one that needed to happen. So couldn't think of anyone better, anyone braver to come on and talk with. So thank you very much for coming on. And to every girl out there, know that you aren't alone. There's a lot of lads that are here for you, but also every girl is there for you to listen to as well. If you need to talk to someone, I'm sure there's so many. that There was proof of that from the vigils the past nights whether that was in Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, or back home in Ireland, or in England, wherever they may be. There's a lot of people there for you. And to all the lads, just as Casey said, educate ourselves, lads, me included, everybody. So thank you. I just want to say, if there's any girls out there that want to speak um, confidentially or, you know, anything like that there, please don't be feel free to tell me any time of the night I would never you know even if it's someone who I've lost contact with or anything please reach out and I've no problem chatting anyone love that Casey thank you very much everyone thank you hello everyone and I'm very happy to announce that the Naked Win podcast is proudly sponsored by a small Irish business over here in Melbourne called Attack Sports Australia. I've been lucky enough to get to know one of the founders over the past year in John Barrett. John and myself became quite good friends and he reached out to me earlier on in the year to offer me his product to help with my recovery. And I cannot rave about his compression wear enough. If you're tired of aching pains after your workouts and you'd like to shorten your recovery so you can be at your very best for every session, then Attack Sports compression wear is the solution. To order your gear today, the website is attackoz.com. That's A-T-A-K-O-Z dot com. Enjoy and enjoy the recovery, guys. For anyone out there struggling at the moment, please reach out. Whether it be to a friend, family member, co-worker or a professional helpline. It's incredible what a friendly voice and some understanding can do for you in a positive way. As always, stay golden, stay beautiful, and make it a win.